This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 54. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I'm so excited because it's book giveaway time. That's right. So you must imagine what my book collection must look like since I read usually about four to five books a week. I have such an extensive collection, but I want to share the love and I want to definitely share these books with you. So I do monthly book giveaways and all you have to do to enter in your chance for your chance to win is go to my website at andreasidel.com and subscribe to my list. That's it. My subscribers are already enrolled. They're already having a chance to win these book giveaways every month. So don't miss out. Also, when you join my list, you get fantastic special worksheets and you get access to the book giveaways and just kind of bonus episodes too. And you never miss an episode. Now, if you want a bonus entry, here's what you can do. And you can show the love. Just simply take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your social media. Be sure to take us in it so that we know that you've posted it and that's your bonus entry to win your the book giveaway okay so do that and I would love to see all your posts and presto you have that other chance to win if you share the love on Instagram or in Facebook so our Instagram handle is live life happy underscore as and Facebook is live life happy community which is all one word okay good luck hey there Andrea here I hope you're doing amazing and and fantastic. All right, I have such a great book for you this week, and it was definitely highly recommended by so many of you listeners. So thank you so much for all the people that, you know, send me direct messages and make suggestions for books because they really help me with inspiration. I must admit, I have a huge long list. And as you know, I'm addicted to reading and I'm obsessed with books. And so, uh, you know what, as soon as you send me those in, I'm definitely like looking for them, researching them, pulling them into my library and uh, reading them and hopefully highlighting them for you on the podcast. So I can't thank you enough for your interaction and being a part of the book club. This is an unconventional book club. So this is where I highlight books in 15 minutes or less. As you know, I usually go a little over 15 because it's so hard. Um, Authors put so much research and energy and effort into these books. And so I always highly recommend that if something does spark your interest, even though I'm highlighting and kind of sucking out the actionable nuggets that you can apply to your life, um, if something does spark your interest, it's really essential and important for you to delve in deeper, support these authors and purchase their books. Because again, this is just a highlight or even a review. If you already read the book, sometimes it's fun just to, you know, reiterate what it is that's really important and the message that's in these books that can really benefit us in our lives, right? All right. So the book that I highlighted this week, you're going to be so excited. is called Girl, Wash Your Face. Stop believing the lies about who you are so you can become who you were meant to be powerful. This book is so good. It's by Rachel Hollis. She is phenomenal. And I honestly can say that within this book, she has so many personal stories and, um, 
I, I really do recommend that you delve into her book because there's you might find yourself in a lot of her stories. So the stories that she shares really is for learning opportunities. And obviously in a highlight, I can't highlight all her stories. So I do recommend uh, purchasing the book if something sparks your interest or really resonates with you here because you may see little pieces of you within, your, within her stories that might really resonate with you. I know I did. So I do highly recommend that you uh, purchase this book and read because it's so fantastic. But let's jump in and really highlight this book nicely for you so that you can get a taste of what it's all about. So do you ever suspect that everyone else has a life, you know, that's all figured out? Or do you like ever feel like sometimes everyone else seems like they have their act together or they've figured it all out? And, and sometimes you feel like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? I don't have a clue. Or, you know, why am I not where I wish I was? Or, you know, have you ever had these things and these real current thoughts in your mind? I know I have. So Rachel Hollis, she has something to tell you about this and she's basically telling you that it's all a lie. So all those things that you say that are actually holding you back are actually lies. And it's amazing because throughout her whole book, she really isolates some typical lies that we tell ourselves that are holding us back. So get ready because we're totally going to unpack and examine the falsehoods of all these things that might be holding us back or that we're telling ourselves and it's preventing us from living with passion and living with that hustle and this motivation. So this book really resonates on so many levels because it kind of calls us on our BS, so to speak. So if there's something holding you back and you know, you're coming up with these lies or these things that we tell ourselves that simply aren't true. And there's so many fantastic actionable nuggets within this book. Now, if you're male and you're listening or watching, um, this this book is also for you because I mean, let's face it, even though it's called Girl Wash Your Face and uh, the target market is definitely women. There's a whole section about mothering within the book and being a good enough mom. Um, this book is still also fantastic for you men listeners and viewers out there. So, you know, don't don't go away. Just please listen because there's so many fantastic, wonderful tips in here as well for you. All right. So the thing is, is that we must first understand the lies that are getting in the way of us leading a fulfilling, fantastic life for ourselves from all those lies that keep us small. So the idea here is to understand those lies and then you're going to be able to better become that person that you want to be. You'll have more control over what you do with that information, like with the lies that you're telling yourself. You, you actually change it and see them for what they really are. All right, so one of the lies that we tell ourselves is someone else will make us happy. And this is a huge lie. As we know that thinking that, that way actually prevents us from actually being happy. It kind of removes responsibility for your own life. Life. And have you ever thought that, like, you know, um, that someone else or something else will make you happy outside of yourself? And this thinking that someday I will be happy, like way out there in the future, or when I get my degree or um, my master's or my PhD, or if I, you know, have kids, it's going to make me happy, or if I find Mr. Right. The reality is, is that 
it's not out there. So she's saying that that's a huge lie that we tell ourselves that someone else will make us happy is a lie. The reality is, is that happiness is here right now. It's the moment that you're in. And so when you're fully engaged in your life and you're involved in your life and you're choosing what it is that you're doing, you're choosing to enjoy your own life, like your life, the way it is right now, um, then that's so empowering. And that's actually the truth. So, um, it's all about, you can still find happiness, uh, in the moment that you're in and you can think about the future, but at the same time, it's really all about who you are right now in this present moment and, um, focusing on you alone and that nothing else is going to make you happy that you yourself have to take personal responsibility for your happiness. So some of her tips around this lie, um, were about stop comparing yourself to others and choosing to enjoy your own life. So really focusing on you and it doesn't matter where you're at. And, um, you know, I've heard that expression of don't compare yourself to, uh, someone else's ruler, right? Don't measure yourself on someone else's ruler. And that's so true, right? So the idea is to not compare yourself to someone else. And that's when you stop comparing, you're kind of focusing on you and where you're at and your own happiness and, um, and being responsible essentially for your own happiness. She also talked about surrounding yourself with positivity and positive people and um, really feel and know that people around you obviously affect you. And so if you can surround yourself and take influence from people that are positive and are a positive influence, then it's going to make you feel better and happier in the moment that you're in right now, this moment. She also suggested to figure out what actually does make you happy. And last week, or we did, uh, we uh, highlighted the book Happiness by Design, and that was all about really looking in and designing your own happiness based on what actually does bring you happiness, not what should bring you happiness. So taking that ownership, so figuring out what actually brings happiness to your life, what is it, and make sure that it provides you with this pleasure as well as a sense of purpose. And uh, so choosing these things and the people that actually bring you joy is is how you're going to be happy right here in the moment and not relying on someone else or a level of income or education or something else outside of ourselves to make us happy. It's actually up to us. All right, so another lie that we tell ourselves, and I didn't go into all her lies, but there's so many within her book, which is so fantastic, uh, is I'll start tomorrow. How often have you said that? I know I say it, right? I've said it before. And um, so do you know, like basically, um, you think, okay, like think about the, uh, going to the gym, I'll start tomorrow. Right. And, and I always think about, you know, those people that are committed to things and they follow through and they always show up. Like I know my dad, if he says he's going to pick up my kids, he'll be there at eight o'clock to take them to their rehearsal or whatever it is. He is there 10 minutes before (laughs) eight o'clock. Like he is so reliable, so consistent, and that's so fantastic. Right? So the idea is that we want to adapt an, uh, the lie that we tell ourselves is that we'll start tomorrow and it actually we become unreliable. And, um, and then what happens is, is that we, we are kind of lying to ourselves that we're putting things off, putting things off because you don't really end up doing it tomorrow. And it's actually a lie. So her suggestion is to really take ownership of this. If you choose to not break promises to yourself, like stay fully committed. And if you say you're going to start something tomorrow, uh, make sure you start it like follow through like make sure you're reliable on these things and 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 setting these 
intentions and then making commitments to them. And that is really up to us. So her action was to start with small goals and make sure you follow through on them. And it's almost what comes to mind for me in positive psychology is exercising that muscle, right? So the more you do something, the more you become stronger at it, you create the neural networks to help it actually prove to be true. And it also helps you so you can follow through. So keep practicing that commitment, staying committed to something, following through on the actions. And the more you do it, the better you will get at it. So also be careful with your commitments, right? So you don't want to make commitments that you can't follow through on. So what this does is it actually makes you really consider and slow down on your yeses and slow down on what it is that you're committing to. So be honest with yourself about, about, you know, those things that you're blowing off, like, you know, the things that you're putting off, really look at them. Like, why is it? For me, I know sometimes I put things off out of fear or procrastination because I'm worried or I'm scared or I have something going on. Like I know I, I, I always slow down my uploads to YouTube because I do have a fear of it not being perfect and then people judging it. And so, um, the reality is, is that really look into that and really investigate that all start tomorrow lie and then following through like really practicing that commitment to yourself all right so the other thing she talked about is uh, all about um, stop believing these lies because they really hold us back from becoming who we're meant to be right so one of the lies that we tell ourselves is I'm not good enough and she talked about this in great detail within her book and often um, we in, in, in our past, sometimes what happens is we get praise for accomplishing things and we get recognition and we feel accepted when we are, when we do good things. So then what happens is oftentimes is we perceive that if we're not, you know, getting praise or we're not, um, doing good things, then maybe we're not good enough or maybe we're not accepted. And so this, I'm not good enough thing really holds us back. And so, um, if you don't feel like you're good enough, then it's hard hard to take action. And the reality is that this is a big lie. We are good enough and there are going to be um, things that we need to work on. But the reality is, is that I'm not good enough thing holds you back from being the great person that you really are and how you can show up. So we take on so many roles in our lives. And I know, I don't know, like a lot of the listeners are moms and entrepreneurs and coaches, and we have all these things on the go. So it's hard to be good at everything. So just because we're not super woman in every single category in our life, it doesn't mean that we're not good enough. And she really talked about this within her book and it was beautifully, beautifully written. Um, and so the reality is, is that you want to you want to work through those feelings of not good enough and you want to work through these, um, these stories and this lie that we tell ourselves and where does it come from? All right. So the other thing is, is that, um, instead of you want your hustle, you want to hustle for joy, um, not compensating for something you don't think you are. So the hustle, you want it to come from a place of excitement and joy and providing value and making a difference as opposed to sometimes hustle and overworking and workaholism. Like when you become a workaholic, you might be overcompensating for that feeling that you're not good enough. And that's what she was talking about. And she did suggest that one of the action steps is work through those feelings, maybe see a therapist or a life coach that can help you uncover these insecurities that maybe are holding you back from your greatness. And the reality is, is that you want to put yourself first on the list of priorities. Look after yourself, 
exercise self-care and recognize that you are good enough. Even though some, some places we won't be superwoman and some places will not be perfect. And that's the reality, right? That's a big lie that we tell ourselves that we're not good enough that actually can be holding us back. And it hides, right? It hides in procrastination and um, that sort of stuff. So, okay. So the other thing she talked about, one of the lies is I'm better than you. And it's not what you think. So I'm better than you lie is basically when we catch ourselves judging others or when we are uh, putting someone else down. So when we put someone else down, it actually is coming across that we think that we're better than someone else. And is really, there's no place for this and it's actually holding us back. So she talked all about, you know, why do we gossip? Why are we pointing out flaws in others? Like there's there's no place for it. Like putting pointing out other people's flaws Uh, does not diminish your own flaws. And it actually is a place of insecurity when we are judging or pointing out other people's flaws. So um, she talked about that, how the power, the words have power that we say, and it doesn't just have power. um, It has power towards those people that aren't even present and you're whispering behind people's backs, but it actually does affect, you know, your, your, it doesn't help you in any way and it doesn't serve you in any way. So um, the idea is to get past this desire to judge or compare yourself to other people um, because it's just going to make you feel bad. And it holds you back from the person you were meant to be. So the reality is, is that catch yourself. And one of her action steps is like, be your own gossip police. Catch yourself when you're, uh, you know, gossiping or when you're judging someone or when those thoughts come up, um, really recognize them and be your own gossip police. Like write yourself a ticket. (laughs) All right. So the other thing is to deal with your own insecurities. So when any sort of judgment or gossip seems to come up for you, flip it around and kind of look at, okay, what is in this? What are my insecurities and what would make me feel better? Um, because the judging in the, in the, uh, competition or the, uh, it doesn't serve us and it actually holds us back, make space for other people's success and build yourself up. So you feel fantastic. Great message. I love that one. All right. So the other thing, the other lie that we tell ourselves is loving him is enough. Loving him is enough for me. And this is a big lie. So thinking that we have to have someone in our life or we have to have, um, um, a, a relationship in our life, uh, regardless of whether it's healthy or unhealthy, uh, is really, really a big lie, right? If so, she really uh, challenges us to investigate dysfunctional relationships, and this is amazing because sometimes it's really hard to recognize when you're in a dysfunctional relationship, and I can vouch for that because I've been in a few. <laughs> and so the reality is, is that when you're in love. Sometimes like they say, like that love makes you a little bit blind. And so her message within her book, and she has a beautiful story in there about her love story. And uh, the reality is, is that um, sometimes we think that our relationships are actually helping us, but really they may not be. They may be holding us back from the person that we were meant to become. Uh, Dysfunctional relationships are a sign that uh, you're not able to value yourself. So if you are in uh, a dysfunctional relationship or you know in your gut it, something isn't right, uh, you need to be willing to walk away 
and choose your own self-respect. And she talked all about that within her book as well. And that sometimes that is a great lie we tell ourselves. And I know for me in my marriage, I kept saying, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And ironically, you know, it did not get better. And I probably stayed in that marriage five years longer than I should have. Um, So staying in relationships with a partner that doesn't truly value who you are uh, is 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 a waste of your time and is really not uh it's not going to serve you in the long run and so she did talk about that so sometimes you need be you need to be willing to walk away um even if it means you know breaking your own heart and um because it's holding you back from the the greatest form of self-love which is walking away from dysfunctional and unhealthy relationships so her tips in this section i know it's a tough one is having a sounding board So I know this one helps me a lot as well. It's just um, sometimes we can get clouded by our own thinking and in the relationship. And um, so having a good sounding board, like a best friend, uh, you know, someone to talk to uh, is really, really effective to help you with that. And then also be aware of your boundaries, right? Set those boundaries. Like I know with my boyfriend, I had to literally, we had a bit of a challenging time over the past year and my boundaries kept getting crossed and I finally had to be exactly that willing to walk away in order for him to realize wow like yeah that's her boundaries I've overstepped them I need to make this right and that's exactly what needed to happen right so setting those boundaries is a form of self-respect and self-care and and really you know in enforcing those boundaries and then also uh he she suggested within her book rather to look at it from someone else's point of view and I love this one like you zoom at the lens and you look at it as if you're someone else looking in like a fly in the wall looking at what's going on sometimes that's a really effective way to um see your relationship because sometimes you realize holy cow like would I ever tolerate someone talking to me like that or holy cow would I ever you know if I first started dating this person, would I be okay with him coming home at four in the morning? Probably not. (laughs) So, you know, you kind of, if you're a fly on the wall and you look at it from a perspective of, you know, uh, is this, would someone else say that this relationship is healthy? Anyway, I thought that was a fantastic point that she brought up within her book. The other thing she talked about as one of the lies that we um, are telling ourselves that's preventing us from becoming who we're meant to be is that no is the final answer. Uh, this is a huge lie. If someone says no to you and it's something that you are so passionate about and is part of your purpose and your plan, no, refuse to take no for an answer. Like that isn't the final answer. And the reality is, is that, um, we've been told no so many times in so many different ways in our life, right? So what her suggestion is, is that if you are in line with what it is that is so important to you, then and and this is part of your goal and part of your purpose, um, then you don't have permission to quit on your dreams. And I love the way she put that. So her action piece is, you know, keep your eyes on your goals, regardless of what gets in the way, regardless of what people say, regardless of your nose and uh, seek alternate paths. So look at other ways that you could potentially reach your goals and don't take that no for an answer. And also keep your goals in 
plain sight. So, you know, how do you stay fired up for your goals? How do you, you know, um, really rev your motivation up? So what keeps you excited about your projects that you're working on? And uh, yeah, don't let that no get in the way. Don't let people get in the way. But uh, she's saying not to be obnoxious about it. If someone says no, you don't keep hounding them until they get a yes. You might look at other paths and other options. Okay. This next lie completely resonates with me because this is something that sort of I say a lot and I have caught myself saying it a lot too. Uh, This lie is I should be further along by now. This is a huge lie. And I, I don't know about you, but have you said that when you, you know, wish that your career was a little further than you thought you would, um, wish that you were, you know, married for X amount of years or wish you, you know, is you should be further. It's like, you should be further than where you are right now. It's like, that's such a huge lie. And the reality is, is that, and she used the example. It was so cute is imagine a little baby about to take their first steps and then they take their, they find finally try their first steps and then they're you know they step a couple of things they stumble and they fall on their butt but they're so excited because they took those first little steps and she'd be happy the baby would be happy and excited but then what if you turned and looked at them and said good job but you should be running by now (laughs) that poor little baby oh my gosh so think of that in terms of you right this negative self-talk can be really damaging this can be really emotionally abusive right it's like you should be further along than you are it can be really really damaging and um so it's really i thought that was such an interesting analogy right we wouldn't yell at a baby because they're taking their first steps and because they're moving forward and they're progressing Um, so the reality is, is that this negative self-talk can be really damaging and emotionally abusive actually. And for what, you know, because you haven't lost as much weight as you'd like to, or because you haven't established the career that you wanted, or you thought you would be at, or because you aren't married or, you know, you just got to stop believing in this perfect timing thing. Everything happens as it's supposed to, and it's happening exactly the way it's supposed to. So within her book, she is saying that this is a big lie. You shouldn't be further along than you are. You are exactly where you're meant to be. All the learning is happening now. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. So here's her action tip. So if you're like me, and this is one that you do and you say to yourself, and it's a big lie, here's her actionable nuggets for you. So first, make a list of all the things that you have accomplished so far. Like write yourself an actual letter about your tenacity, about how far you've come, all the things you've accomplished, everything you've worked on, um, about how hard you've been working towards your dreams and make that list and then force yourself to look at that list and think of all those things that you've accomplished and really realize that you're actually wrong. You're actually, look how much you've progressed. Look at how far you've come. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I thought that was a really nice exercise and probably very powerful. So let's do it. All right. So the next thing she also said to talk to a friend. And then she says, when you talk to your friend about all the things that you've done and accomplished and that you feel like you aren't as far as you should be, you'll actually realize how ridiculous that it sounds. (laughs) And I thought that was so true and funny because it's like, oh my God, I thought I would be, you know, making X amount by this time and have this many books. It's like, well, actually, do you realize like it's amazing how just having that sounding board could be very beneficial. 
She also suggested to set goals within without any time limits. And that's huge, right? How many times have you put time on your goals? And I thought that was powerful because they always say to make your goals timely. So her suggestion is different, is to set goals without times, without time limits. And as long as you're working towards your goals, and as long as you're like making progression, that's really what matters. And it's as long as you're working forward and you're uh, and working on things that you want to accomplish, it shouldn't matter, you know, the month or the decade that you accomplish them in. The reality is that you're going to get there exactly the way it's supposed to happen. Okay. So that was powerful. Okay. So I'll go over one more lie that we tell ourselves, but you need to know there's a whole bunch in her book. Um, So if you do want to read more about it, and I hope that so far this has been quite awakening for us, right? It's amazing. We do really do tell ourselves lies, right? And then uh, it's holding us back. So here, another one is I need to make myself smaller. Um, This is a lie that you may not say directly, I need to make myself small, but you're going to be, sometimes you do it just in your actions. I know for me, it's this is a really, really big one. This one, I have a tendency to make myself small. Um, and it's pretty common in women actually. Like, so think about how often that you've said, um, Oh, well, this is my hobby, or this is just something I do on the side, or, um, my job is being a mom or I'm just a mom, right? Think about that. It's amazing how we can continue our lives and we are basically, uh, downplaying our greatness and we're playing small as a result. And why do we do that? And in her book, she was saying that we basically do it because we want to make other people feel more comfortable. Isn't that insane? So we basically play small so that we aren't big, so that we're making other people feel feel comfortable. So in other words, we're making people who are sensitive to the success of others and get intimidated by that or threatened or feel jealous or, you know, have these things. Um, we actually, that is the response to it. Isn't that crazy? So we play small because we don't want anyone to feel less than, and this is crazy. So what she was saying within her book is how, um, you we're muting ourselves. We're basically out of fear of what other people might think. We're muting ourselves out of fear that someone is going to feel not great about themselves. So she's encouraging that if you're an entrepreneur and you're, you know, your mom and you're, or whatever it is that you're doing, she's encouraging us to not play small, not downplay our greatness, not mute what it is that you're doing. And I remember saying actually the other day, I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's just a, I, I do this fun podcast and I kind of just like, I said it on the side, but meanwhile, the podcast is doing so well. And it's actually my what's fueling my sense of purpose and passion. And it's so funny that I downplay it and I almost don't even promote it. But meanwhile, it's helping so many people. It's providing value. And so I do challenge you and I'm working on this as well, um, how it is that we can really, um, just expose ourselves and, and, and be big, play a bigger game. And so her suggestions were to have a willingness to offend because not everyone is going to understand or approve what it is that you're doing. And that's so true, right? So she's saying, adopt this willingness to offend. You are going to make people feel bad. (laughs) 
And not everyone's going to like you. And so the reality is, is that we really do want to um, be willing to offend people and, and just own your greatness. And then she also talked about being able to make a bold statement. So being able to, like, you basically decide who you are, how you show up, how big you play, play a bigger game and just own it. And the reality is don't apologize for your greatness. Don't make it small. Don't mute what it is that is so spectacular. So you decide who you are and you make a choice every every day to show up. And she said unapologetically. So don't apologize and don't hold back what it is that you're so great at. And, um, and that's why a lot of women is what she's saying, end up just playing a smaller game. And, uh, her thing is, is that, you know what, it's preventing you from doing great things and being, you know, your best self. And then she also talked about start consuming content and, um, really listening to other people speak, listening to podcasts, reading your favorite books and that sort of stuff. Cause the, your listening to your kind of mentors and your people who inspire you and people who help you learn will help you feel like you also can expand and and be and do great things. So this book is so powerful. So the truth is that we are only, we are the only person responsible for who we become and how happy that we are. We are responsible. So life is literally up to us individually. No one else is responsible for So the lies that we tell ourselves are getting in the way from us really doing great things. So, um, so she also talked about how identity, um, that lies within us. So basically when we, when we tell ourselves these lies, oh my God, I totally went off topic there. When we tell ourselves these lies is holding us back and preventing us and destroying us from taking ownership of our lives. So getting rid of these lies is a wonderful way to really just step into our life and that we're the only person responsible for who it is that we're becoming and how happy we are. So She's basically telling us, and this is my takeaway, is don't let the lies get in the way of your unique gifts and talents. The main message here is that, you know what, you're good enough already that and, and the analogy I remember that she used within her book was the caterpillar, right? The caterpillar itself is awesome, but if the caterpillar stopped there, we would miss the amazing, beautiful creature that they actually become. So don't stop yourself at caterpillar. <laughs> She's basically saying like, you know, remove these lies that we, that get in the way of our unique gifts and talents and be that wonderful person that you're meant to be and blossom into that beautiful creature, the butterfly, um, that you you're, you're meant to become. Anyway, that was such a powerful book. I hope you got a lot out of it. I know I did. I thought it was so fantastic. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a beautiful, fantastic day. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.